The end of American energy independence as tens of thousands of jobs disappear overnight via executive order. We also have Nancy Pelosi afraid for her life and for Democrats' lives from Republican House members of all things, although no evidence to support this, but she fears for the safety of the Democrats. We also have a rebellion trying to bring down Wall Street, starting on Reddit, calling it the Reddit Rebellion. All of this and more coming up. You don't want to miss this episode. Welcome back, my friend, to The Silent War with your host, Dustin Nemos. Here we go. There was a time when I had my head in the sand. Then I found out that power players pass lies for truth and truth for lies, especially in areas of life and health. I used to stay quiet, and now I speak up. I red pill my family. I red pill my friends. And I support redpillliving.com. Red Pill Living has real health products that support longevity, vitality, and detoxification against the deep state attacks on your health. It's redpillliving.com. Wake up. Stand up. Speak up. Nemosnewsnetwork.com. Breaking the cycle of fake news. Even Democrats must be waking up now as Joe Biden's new policies and executive orders are shutting down tens of thousands of jobs, including the Keystone Pipeline. Now, we also have, in other news, China looking to potentially invade Taiwan sooner rather than later. They are emboldened now by the fact that President Trump is no longer in their way and Joe Biden, one of their puppets, is in office. They are now patrolling near our shores instead of us patrolling near their shores. At the same time, they are telling Taiwan, your independence means war. And this is another increase in threats that's been steadily going more and more toward the inevitable, which is a invasion of Taiwan. Now, Joe Biden signing two new executive orders to restore Obama's Affordable Care Act, or Obamacare, which we know was anything but affordable. And the care wasn't that great either. We have a media blackout. No media corporations or corporate fake news companies are even covering this. But Antifa throwing mortar explosives and fireworks bombs at federal police and ICE in Portland. Um, they had to come out with full riot gear. They, they were being bombarded with explosives as Antifa tried to set fire to a dumpster and pushed into the building. Um, this is insane. This is the kind of violence that is being ramped up by the likes of AOC and others who is, they're blaming ICE for not releasing, uh, you know, certain criminals that should not be released because a federal judge blocked it. So instead of even mention the federal judge, a lot of places are still blaming ICE and they're just trying to make it as though they're the bad guy and and there, this is the same kind of, you know, vitriolic uh, rhetoric that led to Steve Scalise getting shot and a number of other violent incidents, even against Republican lawmakers. At what point do Republicans grow a backbone and demand justice be done and actually start going for blood? And I mean that politically in the term of why don't we actually seek arrests? Why do we always forgive and forget? Why is it that every time the Democrats get away with a crime, the Republicans just want unity? They just want to go back to 
mature politics, right? They just lose and lose and lose so graciously on and on and on until everything we care about has been lost. And that is their goal. That's their job. That is their, that is their role. I mean, that is what the Republican Party has always done. President Trump represented a new type of Republican Party, and that's what they're afraid of. Pelosi says the enemy is within the House of Representatives. She's worried because certain lawmakers, I guess, want to carry a gun around D.C. Maybe they don't want to get Seth Riched. Okay, so um, I want to segue into the Robin Hood Rebellion. This is an interesting story. You don't want to miss this one. Um, so on Robinhood, which is an app where people use to trade stocks and, and you know, it's kind of millennial friendly and, and the marketing has always been toward, you know, the Robinhood concept. Let's get the let's get even with the rich guys. Right. Uh, kind of a throwback to Robinhood, you know, the character from the famous story that stole from the rich gave to the poor. So <laughs> with that said, uh, two million strong plus group called uh, Wall Street Bets on Reddit got together and most of them are on the Robinhood app buying and selling their stocks and they decided to gang up on and destroy a multi-billion dollar hedge fund virtually overnight a hedge fund that had been bet against GameStop a popular one time at least gaming company now on its way out because it's a kind of a failing mall-based retailer and that's kind of the talking point well they were smartly probably the hedge funds betting that this company was on the way out well these these millennial most likely millennials um on robin hood decided you know what i see an opportunity to bankrupt a billionaire and i don't even care if it's going to cost me money i might lose money i'm going to go after it so they weaponized their collective numbers and i think many of them are making money because they're driving the price up some of them are getting out but they took the price of GameStop from like 20 to 500. Now, imagine what this did to the billionaires who were borrowing money to bet against, fairly safe bet, right? A failing company, shorting it. So these billionaires, instead of making two or $3 per share and playing the numbers, that's probably a lot of numbers because they were borrowing from banks in order to do this move, uh, billions maybe, of dollars and when this happened they were forced to liquidate their position they don't even get a choice I mean the brokerage just does it most of the time and they were forced to pay the extra difference okay that's what happens they had to pay the difference in order to get the share to cash out of their bet against it so they probably went from betting it would go from 20 to 16 to paying $300 per share to get the hell out now one hedge fund is already bankrupt. Others are coming up close, and the banks are now on the hook as well that lent the money to the hedge fund that went bankrupt. Okay, so the hedge funds can bankrupt out of it. The banks are in a lot of trouble, though, because it's going to help pull them down, too, and it's such a rickety, corrupt system that something like this could do it. But I'm not here to talk to you about millennials beating hedge fund managers with their own tricks over GameStop positions. I'm here to talk to you about something much bigger. They are now the same group. I mean, the whole government is being weaponized to stop this group. Joe Biden, the White House, um, the press secretary, uh, tons of conflicts of interest, Janet Yellen, 
the SEC, it's all being brought to stop these guys because they just brought down one hedge fund manager. But watch what's coming next. They are going after silver, specifically the price suppression of silver. Now, briefly, briefly, silver has been suppressed for 100 plus years. Um, it is still one of the very few assets that's close to its 1920s prices, okay? Gold in that time went from $35 to $2,000, okay? Silver has been so suppressed because it's such an easy to suppress market. It's fairly tiny compared to gold, and it's a billion dollars, you know, a billionaire's playground because a, a, a multi-billion dollar uh, bank or something can manipulate the price of a tiny little uh, market like silver compared to like gold or something relatively easily, especially when they start using uh, paper ETFs and derivatives and, you know, they own one ounce of gold and silver and they can sell 100 ounces of gold and silver or 500 ounces on paper. Just like the banks, they never expect you to all come and get your money at once. So they loan out 80% of it and they only keep a little bit in case somebody needs, you know, money for the weekend. Well, it's the same thing with silver. These ETFs like the SLV and the GLD, well, they have one ounce of silver, but they'll sell 100 ounces of silver on paper. Usually, most people, when they sell their silver or gold contracts, they take money. They don't actually demand physical silver and gold. So that works for them. They're able to play the margins, make their money, just like the banks do on loaning and interest. And they're able to do all of that with this price suppression and if somehow that there's a, a huge surge of demand, then they just print more ETFs, right? But there is a way to demand physical fulfillment of your gold and silver through the ETF if you buy these huge contracts for tens of thousands of dollars in some cases. So if you have the money and you're a relatively big investor or even a small medium scale investor and you're serious about it, you can buy ETFs like the SLV and the GLD and demand physical possession where they have to ship it to you. Now, this will force them to actually go to the physical silver market to buy silver. The COMEX will have to go and stock up on more silver to actually meet that demand, which could start a chain reaction event that takes silver from its suppressed price now of 20 something to 30 something, you know, 25, 35 is kind of where it ranges um, to hundreds, if not $1,000 per ounce. I mean, there's different historians and there's different perspectives on what the suppressed rate should be if you consider the suppression itself the inflation you know 100 years of each um, if you consider the the scarcity factor because silver is being used faster than it can be mined anyway if you consider the historical ratio of gold to silver which is usually 15 16 17 to 1 because there's about 17 ounces of silver to one ounce of gold in the earth uh, and historically in the U.S., it was pegged 15 to 1, gold to silver. Now it's 80 to 1, okay? Uh, and it's ranged up as high as like 100 and something to 1 in recent times. So there's never been a better time, in my opinion, to buy physical silver. But if these guys do what I think that they are about to do, and they are planning and plotting it and discussing it, and, and they may try... They will squeeze the price of silver the same way they did GameStop from $20 to $500 with GameStop. Silver's a little bit bigger market than GameStop, but not much. We'll see what happens. So with that context, and I hope you're excited because if, like me, you've got your savings and a little bit of silver, I don't have much savings, but it's in silver buried where no one will ever find it. I feel pretty good about that right now. 
So continuing on. The Wall Street Bets Silver Thesis in full, available on Zero Hedge here. And they actually go through and they talk about the plan to squeeze or short squeeze the price of silver. Now, this is different than taking on a hedge fund through, the game, through GameStop, bankrupting a billionaire. If they break the price manipulation of silver and gold, they could bring down governments. They could even break the central banking system itself. And if you think that this isn't real and it's too good to believe, the traders and the banks and the big players are already preparing. They're changing their plays and they're getting out of their shorts to cover their positions just in case this happens because they see the rumor of what just happened to GameStop and these other hedge funds happening to them and they are afraid. So I don't know uh, how this will end, but it was definitely worth a mention about what is about to happen, this Robin Hood rebellion uh, in the stock market as people from both sides of the political aisle take on Wall Street. We always mention that eventually the left would wake up too. I admit I was kind of hoping it would happen before Joe Biden got into office, but uh, I'll take what I can get at least. We even had the, uh, the Antifa guy from John Sullivan that was from uh, the Capitol event on undercover admitting to dressing as MAGA and, and breaking things, and he was there with CNN. He was even on InfoWars to, uh, uh, to try to talk unity. <laughs> it's getting crazy at this point. So, uh, Democrats, welcome to the Great Awakening as your choice betrays you and everyone is now waking up. With that said, I hope you found this to be of value. I hope you um, liked it. If you did, please like, share, subscribe, hit the uh, notification icons and all that on wherever you found us. You can join our newsletter to get the emails at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash news. And for those who want to support what we're doing, Frankly, we've never been under more attack than we are right now. I'm not sure how much longer I can do this. I don't know if they're going to Brandon Straka me or Roger Stone me or what. Here's what is coming next. If you want to support this as long as we can, um, we will continue to do this work as long as I can do so safely. So nemosnewsnetwork.com slash sponsors or slash donate are some of the options you can use. And we also have a special sale going on right now at redpillliving.com slash nemos. It's called the Detox the Deep State Sale, and it's 15% off a lot of the different detox products. Uh, you'll see that coming up now on the screen, so you can look at the different options. Use the coupon code DETOX15. Some of my favorites from list, this list are going to be the liposomal vitamins and the krill oil and the Lugol's iodine. Those are um, the ones that I cannot go without because they're essential. Um, you know, you have de deficiencies if you don't have enough iodine, and 90% of people are deficient in iodine. You have deficiencies if you don't have enough DHA, like you find in krill oil. It's better than fish oil, even. It's cleaner. And uh, you also have the, the liposomal vitamins that pack such a powerful punch in terms of absorption rate that, you know, you can get rid of pretty much all of your <laughs> vitamin deficiencies if you're supplementing with these. My opinion, I don't want to make any claims and, and have them kick in my door for some stupid reason at this point. Anyway, um, we'll see you guys on the next one. Uh, Dustin Emos out.